Hello there, and welcome to Reach for Power, where we take a closer look at the power itself and the strategies to build it. I am your host, Monika Kruk, and today we are going to have a look at the barriers which might stand on your way in terms of building your influence. I have listed 10 of the most popular ones for you, and in this episode we will cover first five. Barrier number one. Lack of awareness. As simple as that, you simply might not realize that in any environment, not only in clearly hierarchical structures, such as multi-layered organizations or military, power behaviors and influence-related tensions might take place. Especially when you are entering a new social group. For example, starting your first job, It is easy to miss a lot of interrelations, networks and interest groups. Such mistakes, unfortunately, can be very costly. I still recall an example of a new joiner to one of the corporate environments that I was working in, who obviously miscalculated power landscape and was too junior to look for advice. He joined sales team and decided that all supporting departments including insights where I worked as junior hire, were subpar. He started to present openly dismissive and rude behavior towards us. Come to think of it, it might have been an ill-advised attempt to build his brand. He missed one important fact. Our manager was reporting directly to the CEO, We all were considered trusted allies and advisors, both for marketing and finance teams, and treated as a part of their tribes. One unfavorable performance review later, where Insights Manager was leading the calibration for all juniors across all departments, he quickly vanished from the picture. Barrier number two, lack of knowledge. You might be aware that playing your power game is important, yet you might not be sure on how to get started or what strategies to use. Great news here! In today's reality, you have a multitude of resources to choose from. Online courses, including the ones from elite universities, not to do any obvious name-dropping here, books, articles, podcasts, wink wink. This barrier is actually the easiest one to overcome. It is effectively enough to be interested, to put some time to do it, and to get started. Key element, though, which I keep repeating as a light motive of the whole podcast series, is that you need to experiment with your versions of theoretical approaches. Trying to approach the topic purely in theory is like learning swimming by reading a book. You can try it, but it's not very effective. Barrier number three, assuming that pursuing power is not applicable to you as it is aimed only for top executives or politicians. I hope that my regular listeners understand by now how false this assumption is. In any environment when humans gather into groups and try to add some structure to them as the means of simplification and control, you will find different levels of influence. It does not matter how humble or how junior your position is. You can always start building your way up. What else makes this assumption wrong? 
The simple fact that human gathering also assumes that some decisions might need to be made and some resources might be there to be shared. The more influence you have on choosing the future actions and directions, the more you can achieve and the more means you will have access to on the way to your goal. Barrier number four, perceiving power as inherently bad. Let's face it, power has a bad press. Whenever we hear the word, we automatically associate it with dishonesty, lack of ethics, corruption, distrust. It is understandable, as in current media narratives, this is exact context in which power is being presented most often, discussing scandals, white-collar crimes, etc. Let me question this line of thinking by asking you the following question. How bad or how good is the phone or computer on which you listen to this podcast? I can almost hear you say, Monica, come on, it's not good or bad, it's just a tool. And I say, very much so. Yet then let me ask you, why so many people badmouth power? After all, it is also nothing more than a tool set. Can you become corrupt when you reach for power? Of course, yes. Can you use it for unethical or criminal purposes? Again, yes. Can you hurt others thanks to it? Unfortunately, yes again. Can you choose to use power-building strategies which are not ethical, such as lying? Yes again. Let me be clear here. I'm very far from being naive. Yes, this said, it is up to you and your choices on how you are going to get there and how you are going to use it once you have it. I have seen multiple examples of people building their influence skillfully and leveraging it in a talented way for higher good and without losing their moral compass in the process. Let me offer you a simple example from the residential village where I live. Just before the new year of 2023, we had a wave of burglaries. Four houses were affected the same night in a very small radius. People started to get worried and frightened. Evil has entered our shire in the middle of the forest. One of the neighbors decided to reach for power and proposed organizing neighborhood watch. As the idea generator, he automatically became a leader of this movement. He leveraged local social media groups to build awareness. He networked with other neighbors. He consulted with police and forest rangers. He worked hard, yet now he is not only well known in the village, respected and appreciated, yet also the level of fear and anxiety among villagers went down. Barrier number five, perceiving it as not in line with your values. As a result of false assumptions taken from barrier number five, which we just discussed, some dismiss power as inherently not being in line with their values, beliefs, religion, and convictions. In a way, this is a true tragedy of today's world. If those who have greater good in mind want to role model the best and not the worst human behaviors, shall, at their own will, give the power away by not claiming it, we will be in deep trouble. Why? Because those who plan to use the tool with malicious intent might not hesitate. 
Instead of classifying power as good or bad, it might be more freeing to approach it as your influence capital or the base that you can potentially leverage if you would need to ask for help or resources. Having this foundation and freedom to use it is, in my opinion, the road to autonomy, which in my eyes is the ultimate manifestation of power. To sum up, in this episode we discussed five out of ten most popular power building barriers. Lack of awareness, lack of knowledge, assuming power does not apply to you, perceiving power as inherently bad, and perceiving it not in line with your values. In the next episode, we will look at the rest. Stay tuned! If you want to better understand your personal barriers to building power and work on overcoming those, I am just one LinkedIn message away. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe to have regular access to the newly published content. You are also welcome to check Reach for Power webpage at reachforpower.com for more materials and share your thoughts and comments through LinkedIn. Thank you for joining me today and keep on reaching for power.